Betches Media presents. Will you suck? I'm in. To fix this water problem. Sorry to this man. You can have a hundred people in the room. And I, oh, goodbye, Kyle. At Betches. Rise and shine. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the At Betches podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, assistant editor at Betches.com, and the uh, runner, creator, I don't know, of Bravo by Betches, and host of the Mention It All podcast. Uh, I'm Brian Russell-Smith. I am a senior video producer at Betches. Not A, I'm the only one. Um, And I am a (laughs) co-host of the Betches Sup podcast. And I'm Barry Rosenfeld. Apparently, none of us know what our jobs are. I am the e-commerce manager and also the host of the Mention It All podcast. You know, we're all wearers of many hats. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's <laughs> tough to kind of rattle off all the all the stats. But, you know, I would say it's a dream team. It's a good, we, we got a good thing going here today. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, just a little sampling. We have J.K. Rowling, who has reasserted her transphobic views once again. I don't know why she continues to do this. We have more Carol Baskin drama. Of course, she's on Dancing with the Stars this season, and her missing ex-husband's family is being messy as per usual. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about keeping up with the Kardashians, leaving the airwaves next year. And we're going to talk about Paris Hilton's new documentary, which Barry and I both watched, and I believe we have a lot of thoughts about Oh, yeah, I'm getting hot just thinking about it. Um, but also, Betches has now launched a new Instagram account, at Betches Moms. Um, all things moms, from being moms, curious to what it actually takes to get pregnant. That's kind of weird. You should know about that already. To, like, raising a tiny, actual human being. Um, the Instagram gets all into it, especially the parts they don't talk about. Follow at Betches Moms because we don't trust anyone who makes this shit look easy. Also going on at Betches before we get into this show, the Betches Sup is bringing you an eight-episode limited series to expose the connections you never knew existed. It's a limited series called Do You Know Who My Dad Is? It explores dynastic nepotism and the effects it has on our culture and current political system. I am one of the co-hosts. I hosted along with uh, Alicia Angeles. Uh, We are exposing privilege that leads to inexperienced and unaccomplished children of powerful people, to get ahead in terms of influencer culture, um, media, politics, you know, think of your coworker who has a shitty work ethic and rarely gets reprimanded and just happens to be related to the CEO, but on a way more influential scale. The first episode is out now and it explores the power and privilege of the Hadid and De Levine families. Basically, Cara De Levine comes from a very, very long line of like aristocracy and London high society. And, you know, she was able to be on the cover of Italian Vogue at the age of 10 because of it. Um, so tune in to Do You Know Who My Dad Is? It's every Friday right here on At Betches. It's on the Betches sub feed and it's on the Not Another True Crime podcast feed let's get to nasty <laughs> okay uh <laughs> that's my wow. that's my favorite tagline did nasty get it like dynasty yeah, dyna- yeah we do uh, get it <laughs> um also happening uh with the betches sup is we have last week we launched our save 2020 sup video series and today the second episode came out 
Basically, it's talking about all why your vote matters. We all know 2020 sucks, so it's up to us and try and save it. It breaks down everything you need to know about about the upcoming election. Uh, episode two, like I said, is out today, and like every vote matters, and this explains why. Find it on the Betches main IGTV feed or on the SUP Betches IGTV feed. So much going on. Oof. Go follow, watch, listen. You know, we're yeah. hitting you from every angle, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's let's just get into J.K. Rowling, who has made no secret in the past year, especially, of her um, her views, which I think can mainly be summarized that trans women are not real women in her eyes. And so she falls into this category that's called trans-exclusionary radical feminism, which is a turf if you hear that term. And so J.K. Rowling has said some controversial things about this in the past, but this week she kind of reignited this flame because her newest book came out and it's, a, it's in her mystery novel series. And one of the main plot points is there's this investigation into a serial killer whose MO is dressing up as a woman to commit his crimes. And so people are saying that it's, you know, stoking this fear of a man in a dress, like that type of thing, which is already a problematic trope. And we already see so much violence against trans people and trans women, especially. And I just, what is JK Rowling doing? Like what, what is her problem? (laughs) I don't know if she feels like she's doing, like, I. she must feel like she's doing the right thing, but her views are just so skewed at this point. And you can tell that they're skewed because in one of her previous books, she uses the term transvestite. And then in this book, to promote this book, she talks about it being a transvestite, you know, murderer. And transvestite is not an appropriate term to begin right. with. Like that, So, like, that is already, like, clue number one, just, like, she has a, a she has like some fucked up views about this um and yeah she's we solved further, the mystery <laughs> she's like yeah exactly she's further perpetuating this uh you know false narrative that you know trans trans women only transition to like to what like go into a lady's bathroom no that is not what it is and a woman in a woman's bathroom is much 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 more likely to be assaulted by another woman or uh, a cis man than they are to ever be attacked by a trans woman in a bathroom. It's just like a completely false narrative. I feel like this is the perfect situation for her to have been educated or to sit down with someone and to have a conversation before doing this, writing this book because it's just at this point, you're right, Brian, I agree with you. She doesn't think she's doing anything wrong, which we see a lot of that happening in the world. But this is just, I feel bad for all of the Harry Potter. I am not a Harry Potter fan. I feel bad for all of these major Harry Potter fans because this is kind of like affecting their childhood and their what they like. Yeah. And it's sad. It's depressing. Yeah, it's depressing to see someone who has been so beloved for Mm -hmm. such a long time kind of like throwing away her belovedness and her kind of like reputation and status as like a somebody that everybody looks up to and admires over something that has nothing to do with her really she's talking about you know feminism and 
you know, cis women kind of having their experience taken away or whatever. But first of all, that's not real. And also it doesn't really affect her everyday life in any impactful way. And so it's like, could you not have just like stayed like shut up about this? <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's such an it's such a strange thing and also a disappointing thing to see her repeatedly kind of throw out these views because it's like you could have just like been the Harry Potter woman and kind of <laughs> let that be. Like I it's, like stop it. Shut up. <laughs> it's as someone who is like a very, very big Harry Potter fan, it is extremely upsetting. I have a fucking Harry Potter tattoo. It is unfortunate. <laughs> to say the least, that she now has exposed her transphobic, you know, comments uh, once I've already had this tattoo for like 10 years. I mean, it's not about me, obviously. But it's also just like very upsetting because, you know, the big theme in Harry Potter is like rooting for the underdog and succeeding, mm-hmm. you know, despite your differences and trying to come out top. And it's like all about like individualism and leadership and love and friendship. And mm-hmm. th- she is doing the exact exact opposite and like there is no more like of an underdog than someone who is brave enough to come out as a trans person and be their authentic selves like that is fucking brave and they're already they are putting themselves in this position to be vulnerable and then when you have someone like jk rowling say shit like this or do things like this it you know it puts their lives in danger because people are like you know what jk rowling has these views I'm going to have these views too. You know, it's, it's just, it's just like, it's, it's, it's kind of like violent to a certain extent, you know, she's like, it's, it's really, they're, they're the most marginalized community among us and to attack someone who is so um, disenfranchised, like it's, it's really, really, it's punching low. It's punching as low as you can punch. She tweeted back in June, she tweeted like a a series of things that made a lot of people mad about this same thing. And in one of her tweets, she specifically said, like, if trans people were being persecuted for their identity, I would stand up and march with them. Blah, da, 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 da. And it's like, if, girl, they are. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's a fact. (laughs) It's not even like an uncommonly known fact. It's like, come on, read a statistic. So question for you guys then, is this a situation, is this proof that you can't separate the art from the artist, considering how big the Harry Potter world is? Oh, it's so tough. It's a, such a hard question. Yeah, I, it, I, mine always varies. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't listen I, to Michael Jackson anymore. I will say that. Mm-hmm. I don't listen. And I like can't listen to Michael Jackson without thinking about the fact that he molested children allegedly. Right. Yeah, it's there. I mean, there are so many examples at this point. Of uh, yeah, I was gonna say it's not just this. Of kind of like you know a b- beloved singer or an actor, mm-hmm. and it's like you know, can you still watch their movies? Can you still listen to their albums? And I think it's it's hard to kind of to kind of reconcile with that because it's like you know if i have a box of harry potter books in my room do i feel like i need to burn them in a fire not really but (laughs) would i maybe think more would i be more discerning about if i was going to go buy her new book probably i don't know it's yeah it's tough because it's like in in one way it feels a little reactionary to just be like well i can never listen to you know a michael jackson song again but at the same time it's like somebody's making money off of that i don't know like, yeah i mean i have a, i have an issue because you know like i said i was a big harry potter fan still am like 
it as as a young gay person growing up and just like i don't know it was escapism and it really really helped me i read those books multiple times i would go to the midnight showings gave me something to look forward to and be happy about and for that to like i it's kind of like it's just upsetting that now it's been tainted for so mm -hmm. many people just because she like and it's still a magical world it's just it's it's hard to say it's really hard to say well on a lesser scale, we won't get into all the details, but we just saw yesterday that Jerry from Cheer on Netflix being potentially, allegedly soliciting sex from, I mean, it's just that kind of thing where it's like, you know, okay, I watched Cheer like eight months ago and, you know, enjoyed it. And now it's like, okay, guess I probably won't ever watch that again because it's like, yikes. I don't know. It's It's so... There's just like every day there's something. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable and it's limited edition. So everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle of the night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery soft custom milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their zip footy pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Speaking of 2020 Netflix shows, we also have Carol Baskin, who, as we all know, was announced to be on the Dancing with the Stars cast last week. The show premiered last night, and the family of her missing ex-husband ran a commercial asking for tips basically during the show and it's like this is so it's so cringe to me like I just ugh. it, it sends it a is. shiver down my spine I have always been a fan of Dancing with the Stars and every season there's a questionable person and this season it is her um I think that I look at it as they're having her on the show as a mockery and I don't, I think it's weird. Like I think everything, even she was involved in, in the show and Tiger King is weird. Like she was involved in a bunch of stuff that also condone. there was violence even involved. So I didn't, I don't think she should have been on the show. I think um, even watching her last night, it was, it was like, you're right, cringe. I actually didn't see the commercial. This is so bad because I was flipping, it was Monday night football. So I was flipping back with the Giants game. So I actually didn't see the commercial, but I obviously saw it after, but so I didn't have a reaction to it when it aired. Unfortunately. I mean, Barry, I, I agree. It's like, it's not like we can look to ABC to be like the moral authority on who's allowed <laughs> to be on reality television. Like, 
considering of who they've had on in the past, Sean Spicer mm-hmm. to name one. Um, <laughs> I it, like the thing about it is, is like, did, wasn't it? Wasn't her husband that she allegedly has may have killed like abusive and like I what I'm trying to remember from the documentary not like. I mean, he was a little predatory, like, the way that they met, she was, like, what, 18 or something, and he was, like, or he, she may have been under 18, but she was very young, and he was older, I don't know, I really don't care if she, I mean, like, if she killed her <laughs> husband, like, I, that's but bad. It is, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's murder. I feel weird because it's, like, I don't think it's so much, like, I think it's kind of, like, most people don't really think she killed her husband, but even if there's like a suggestion of that, it's like, could we not find anyone better to be on Dancing yes. with the Stars? Like, it's <laughs> one thing if it's one thing if it's not like problematic for her to be on the show, but it's like, really? Yeah. I, I mean, we have we have Chriselle dancing her heart out. We have Sky Jackson, Coach Monica from Cheer. I mean it's a pretty good cast i would say and it's like carol baskin she is the one that you're supposed to like roll your eyes at and be like oh well like she can't dance but it's like i don't know i mean how is how is it not an advantage to have a cheerleader coach to on that like she must be slaying the competition no it's because okay this is i'm so invested in this show it's because everyone thinks that but she was even open and honest about that too she's a coach so she's not used to being coached. Like, so same thing with like AJ McLean. He has experience, but not with like ballroom dancing. You know what I mean? Sky Jackson is, is not number AJ McLean, Back, yeah. Backstreet Boy. Oh. God, you two, really? Like, okay, come on. I know that you're, young, actually- you're young, you're young, you're young. I know that there's a Backstreet Boy named AJ, but like AJ McLean is not a household name to me. If you said Nick Carter, I would know who that was. Well, he was on it once too. But so anyway, um, Sky Jackson's actually the best. It's she is ridiculous. But Carol Baskin, of course, like it wasn't even like fun to watch. She came out last. Like they built up this whole thing. She danced to Eye of the Tiger. I was like, this isn't even like fun anymore. This is like a literal theme, a spinoff of Tiger King, but dancing version. It's like two on the nose. It's yeah. Like we, we know. We get it. And guys, also speaking of, I don't know if she knew everything that was going on, but Tyra like asked her a question and she just looked at her and smiled and didn't answer. And Tyra goes, All right, let's get your scores. It was so <laughs> awkward. Like Carol either <laughs> did, it was either she didn't hear her, but she knew she was talking to her. Like it was very, very weird. But um yeah, I mean, like, I don't, I can't see her being there that long. I don't know. I don't know if she's a murderer. Do you guys think she's a murderer? I don't really care. To be honest, I, I feel like I watched Tiger King 12 years ago. Yeah. And so I remember very few specifics. I mean, that was like early days of quarantine when I felt like every yeah. day was 19 yes. hours long. Or, wait, fuck. Every day is 24 hours long. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you thought that you thought that it was so long it was 19 hours long Dylan oh, oh my god. god no like every minute felt like 19 hours like I was struggling to pass the okay. time whereas now yeah. the time just slips through my fingers yeah. um we've all been there trying to fit everything we might need for a trip only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams but with base there's room for everything 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip 
No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes, bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. I'm going to work on my concept of time, but let's talk a little bit about keeping up with the Kardashians, which is leaving the air early next year after 20 seasons. It's coming to an end. The family announced it last week. And, you know, I was a little verklempt. I was not... Um, I was not expecting this. I don't think it's like shocking per se, but I wasn't expecting to refresh my Instagram and see it at 5 p.m. last Tuesday or whatever, you know? I was never expecting it, ever, ever. It's on my TV right now, like I'm watching it. Like I thought we were gonna see the kids go to college. I'm not kidding. Barry, I sort of, I was sort of in your boat as well. I thought that maybe this would just be something that we would have forever. Forever. And Kylie, (laughs) me and Brian can talk about this forever. I know. And then Kylie (laughs) was gonna take over the ship. And then once Mason like turned eighteen, he would or probably like sixteen, probably in Chris Jenner's world. Yeah, like he would start Mm. being introduced as a character, and then it would just like you really thought so. Yes. I sort of did. I was like, why would this? Like, why would they ever end it? But now it's like General Hospital. It was never. It's never ending. I really feel that way. But. I'm also like, they're, they, I, I think that I, I have multiple theories about everything. Okay. I have been like, there are, there is no, like, I, there's no way that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are staying together for the rest of their lives. Like I, and I mean, like, maybe they are, maybe, I don't know. But mm-hmm. I think if Kim wants to divorce Kanye, she's not going to do it on air. So maybe this is the time that she does that. Number two, I also think that they're too big for E! News Network. Like, they are worth billions of dollars. Like, 
they can get a huge streaming deal wherever as long as I like almost, you know what i mean like yeah. i think that they're just gonna find something else and then they're gonna come back it's weird because actually in the last couple of years their ratings on e have not been great but because but the thing is i think they're so much bigger you're right than one tv show that airs on thursday nights or whatever that it's like okay so their show might only have nine hundred thousand people watching it every week but when when kylie or kim posts on instagram they have like 180 million followers and so it's like they i think the show has been a really useful platform for them just because they can so carefully kind of craft their own narrative because they're executive producers of the show but i think in terms of like their actual like list of career opportunities they could do whatever they want at this point they have you know just from the following that they have on instagram alone they can you know make as much money as they want do whatever projects they want and so it's like i think the tv show was useful but it's not the thing that's like propping up their business anymore okay forget about the business did they not think about like my feelings or your feelings like it's (laughs) like it's it's something though that the i know that they have makeup lines they have all of this they have their business ventures but we also watch the show for enter i know not pure entertainment but it is funny to watch and like even to see their outfits or to see what they do Mm -hmm. i personally always got a kick on the show the fact that they are so rich and can do whatever they want that they make they do these pranks they do these fun things that like normal people can't just pull together in like five minutes and i enjoyed that like they get they want to do something they have a team of people with them already like kendall Kylie and Chloe, I literally watched this episode the other day where they wanted to go out and not be recognized. So they got a makeup team. Those disguises, yeah. Yeah, and like, I can't do it. Well, first of all, I won't be recognized if I go outside anyway. So that would just be like (laughs) fun for for me to do. But like, it's just, so that aspect was fun for me to watch. Um, I'm not going to lie. I know there's a lot of haters out there. I don't give a fuck. I I said I would always defend them to like the death, except Ryan. You and I are on the same page this. Sorry, Dylan. I don't know if you're as invested. The only feud that I didn't know where to stand was between Taylor and Kim. I was completely torn. I still am. I don't know what to do. That's why I don't talk about it. But them leaving, I just, I don't know. I don't know how to take it yet. Yeah. I'm on Team Taylor for the record. I actually, so I I like the Kardashians. I've always been like, I've always like enjoyed their whatever, but I haven't always watched Keeping Up, but I started again this past spring when their new season, season 19 premiered. I started watching it because a couple of my friends were like, oh, it's like, it's like good again. It's like the best it's been in a while. And so I'm kind of upset just because I'm like, damn, I just started getting into this show and then they went on hiatus for the pandemic. And then now it's like, okay, they're going to come back, but like they're going to come back and then it's all over. And so I'm annoyed. The thing with this show is that you don't really watch it for like plot anymore. It's like Mm -hmm. the feeling, the feeling of being in their house with them. They're so fucking rich. It just feels like, it just feels like luxurious it is and, like the ultimate like junk food for your brain. Like and like their production, watching the old episodes is fun, but in the newer seasons, they're like production values and all the editing and like just the way everything looks is just so appealing. It's so 
it's like porn almost for mm-hmm. like it's like reality tv yes. porn like for the senses mm-hmm. i feel the same way about it it's just perfect escapism but whatever tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code Betches20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Betches20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code Betches20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I'm Betch's co-founder, Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button-down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button-down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com, to shop spring looks now. I'm curious, what do you guys think for real, like, what do you think their future looks like in terms of what they're going to do, like, projects and stuff? Do you think they'll get, like, a Netflix deal, or do you think they're kind of done with TV for a while? I, I don't know. That's interesting. I, think, I can definitely see them do a Netflix show or a movie. A documentary. Yeah. Their whole lives think, have been documented yeah. though. I bet I bet Chris does some sort of like entrepreneurial, like selling sunset-esque thing. Or not like selling sunset, but like, you know, like million dollar mm-hmm. listing-esque type show where she's like working. It's like about work. And then like, I bet you Kylie doesn't do anything except like 
her Instagram shit and her makeup shit. Kim, I think, loves attention too much to not be back on television. I can't imagine her not coming back on television. I could see them doing like a, like Courtney. You know how Goop has a Netflix show. I could mm-hmm. see Courtney doing something like that for Poosh, like a. Like I still a laugh whenever I hear that name. I still laugh at Poosh. This weekend, I'm going to the Poosh Festival. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's virtual. I I wrote a whole article roasting it, and then I decided to email their like. PR and was like, hey, can I get a free ticket? And they were like, sure, here you go. So I'm going. That's, <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, Report back, please. Oh, I will. Yeah, we have to of know course. about Poosh Fest. Poosh Fest. Poosh it Fest starts with a keynote from Courtney and a matcha ceremony. And I don't know what that means, but I'm intrigued. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. Um, very, should we talk yeah. about Paris? We, I mean, yes, we need to talk about. Paris, a beautiful segue from Kardashians to Paris Hilton because it really feels so correct. Kim is featured in the new documentary, so it's called This Is Paris. It's a full documentary feature length film, it's on YouTube, so you can watch it for free. It's not you don't have to pay for a streaming service or anything. Oh, fun! It's an hour and 45 minutes, and I watched it on my phone in one second. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel like getting up or doing anything. That My is the eyes most, are hurting. Like, 2020 thing. You're like, well, it was yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. No, literally. Um, I watched it on my iPad. Um, I should have. I, it, okay. So it's, it's a documentary about Paris Hilton. It is mostly just like following her, but it's not like Paris Hilton, like fun. And, you know, it's not like the life of Paris Hilton and just like fun and easy. It gets into some deep and dark shit and we had like inklings of it but until I watched the full movie I did not realize the scope of what Paris had been through particularly in her teenage years oh, well really? okay yeah here here's the thing I know because I've been invested in celebrities like my whole life but Paris Hilton is one of those where I me and my girlfriends have been like very much obsessed with her since we were in like middle school me and my friends even thought we were like Paris and Nicole. Like it, it was very weird to that point. And like we, I have the simple life on DVD. Like I have it all. Like I, I was actually excited to see this documentary, even though like, I'm sorry, I wrote about it last night too. Like I wasn't surprised by this documentary. Like I knew everything about it, except what Dylan's talking about. She said she went away to boarding school. She was a bad kid. Like she's said oh, that before. She was school. a rebel. Boarding school is, I would say it's like, a, it could be called that. So like when she was, she right, was right. living in New well, York she, with her family. He went to a few boarding schools. So yeah, so she was in New York with her family and she was like super rebellious, was going out to clubs all the time. Her family was worried about her kind of ruining their reputation. And so they sent her to this wilderness program in New England and she ran away. And she said when they found her, they bas- they like, physically abused her when they like brought her back to this wilderness program. So they sent her to these schools, these like programs, and she called them emotional growth schools, which is a word that I had never heard before, but basically they're for like, it's like the quote unquote troubled teen industry, which is like super interesting. I didn't know that much about. And so she kept running away from these schools and she ran away from, she said like three different ones that she ran away from. So then Ultimately, when she was 17, her parents had her fake kidnapped in the middle of the night and taken to this school in Utah, the Provo Canyon School, 
where it looks like a prison. Like they showed a picture of the school and it looks like a prison, just like straight up. And she says that at the school, they were physically and verbally abused and that kids were forced onto medication and weren't even told like what the pills were. And that then when she got caught not taking her pills, they put her in solitary confinement for, for how 20 long? hours a day. Oh my God. Yeah, it was like kind of crazy to hear that. But the fact that I just don't, can't wrap my head around that those schools exist. Like, sorry, um, I also revolve a lot about what I know from The Sopranos. And this happened in The Sopranos also. It really did. There was an episode where okay. they, to- they took a rebel kid and they didn't know what else to do with him. So they sent, they had him in the middle of the night and they took him to one of those schools and it's supposed to teach these kids. I don't know what in their right mind thinks that this works, but it was interesting because in the documentary now, I guess it was in 2019, Paris got together with some of the quote unquote survivors from this school and they made a video and they were trying to expose the school because they were like, um, they were, I'm, I don't know the word I'm looking for. Um, oh my God. Traumatized? Yes. Thank you so much. I like could literally couldn't get it. So, so, um, Paris prefaced though in the documentary that she has these nightmares her whole life, every single night of someone coming to get her. And then she told the story of what had happened and that really did happen to her. So she continuously has nightmares about this. And it's crazy that, she even said she lives this luxurious, crazy life. And and these documentaries really let the fans and viewers know that, like, that's not really them. She's like, I haven't even worn half this shit. She's like, I just wear this all day. And she was in, like, mismatched sweatpants and, like, socks and, like, not glam. And I was like, that's why me and Paris connect, you know? It's Yeah, I mean, some of the stories that she tells in this, it's just, like, it's crazy that places like this exist. And it's also crazy that her family was so wealthy and influential and her parents still, first of all, they didn't fully know about all this stuff. Kathy Hilton, Paris's mom, finds out like in the interview chair for the first time about the solitary confinement thing, which is just like so dark. Yeah. They're like, so they're like, so have you and Paris talked about when she was in solitary confinement? And she's like, excuse me? Wow. And they're I like, thought that yeah, was kind of like, crazy. And she's like, wait, Paris said that? And they're like, yeah. And she's like, oh. Uh. I think that's the way Paris felt the most comfortable for her parents to believe her. Because she even said, I've tried to tell you guys this my whole <laughs> life. So maybe Paris felt more with a crew and people there. Yeah. I she, would, I mean, she would feel safe. Well, you know, this kind of like loops me into this my that podcast limited series uh do you know who my dad is you you know because (laughs) the hiltons the hiltons are a long family of nepotism and dynasty and when you when you when you are living on this like reality where you know you 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 kind of abandon things that are closest to you because they become less important when you have more things like you know what i mean and so these relationships between parents and children become transactional Mm -hmm. where it's like I bought you these things you need to be this perfect kid for me because I provided all of this stuff for you which is Mm -hmm. not how relationships work Mm -hmm. and so they become a little blinded to it and I'm sure that is very prevalent in their relationship I Uh, I totally agree it's it's nice to see Paris kind of opening up and also just 
it's obviously this is an issue and there are schools like this still in operation all over the country. And so for somebody with a platform like hers to kind of be using that and spreading that awareness and starting that campaign, I'm just like, I can't imagine being in a place like that that's supposed to be like a school where you're like- I knew of play kids who would go to that shit, like to wilderness. Oh yeah. Yeah, like, Mm -hmm. but like they were always kids who like struggled with addiction or something. But like, I think the, the few that I know continue to be addicts you know like i don't know because it doesn't teach you anything (laughs) it's like yeah they would like go away for three months and then come back and then be like start doing whatever drug that they were doing paris even said like she's that type of person where if you tell her what to do she's like that sole example she's going to continue doing it and that's exactly what those schools did they were teaching her like not to do something so she's like who the fuck are you like i'm gonna Mm -hmm. continue to live my life and look at her now she wants sunshine. to make a mil- she wants to make a billion dollars and i feel like she can do it so i feel like she could do it yeah yeah i'm behind her and she can give me some <laughs> if she wants i can help it doesn't right. have to be donated like i can help you know like <laughs> along the way maybe just like drop <laughs> drop a venmo or something uh-huh. you know, it doesn't have to be a billion but i would love a number that starts with like an m or even like a, a, a thousand something <laughs> i don't know just like i've always venmo said that open about like super rich people. I'm like, if you get, and it's not like I'm just sitting on my ass, not working, but like I'm working, but like, I just can't make it at the speed you're making it at. So like, if you just like gave me $10,000, it wouldn't even make a dent like in your wallet. So just like, just do it. Eat the rich, you know? Yeah, I mean, maybe you should look into socialism, Barry, because I think you might (laughs) like it. (laughs) This is, um. Come back next week for another episode of the At Communism podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, capitalism is a prison and we're here to expose it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, this has been so fun. Um, tell everyone where they can find you and follow all your exciting things. Oh, I pointed at you, right? Oh, I guys, this, this Zoom situation is just... We're not in the but, same room, and it's so. Sad. I didn't see. The, I didn't see the point. I'll go first. In, in real life, Barry would have <laughs> just kicked Brian under the table. Yeah, <laughs> or been like, been like, yeah, in real time. Um, so uh, go to follow me at Brian with a Y Russell Smith. Um, you can listen to me on the Better Sub podcast. They usually host the Monday and Thursday episodes. And then on Fridays, make sure you catch. Do you know who my dad is? Here, mm-hmm. I'm basically in your ears almost every day of the week. <laughs> what what a joyous gift. <laughs> um, you can find me at Barry Rosenfeld on Instagram, also at Shop Betches. Um, and also on the Mention It All podcast with Dylan on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays. It's We have such a good time. If you like Bravo even a little bit, you should check it out because you will enjoy it. You can follow me at Dylan Hafer on Instagram at the Dylan Hafer on Twitter because at Dylan Hafer is taken by someone who hasn't tweeted in nine years and I'm not upset about it. <laughs> um, and don't forget to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram for all that prime Bravo content that you love. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and we will be back next week. Betches.